Welcome to another edition of the Teenager Show. Right here where you listen, wherever you listen to the podcast. My name is Taryn Bland, alongside my brother Brock Netter. And it is another glorious day as the glorious one, Robert Roode, has returned to Monday Night Raw. My brother, what's going on? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if anyone can tell in the background, but uh, I am actually driving right now. Uh, I, I'm actually leaving a, um, a soccer game uh, that I just covered. Um, over, overall, I'm doing great, but but uh, after that soccer game, I, I'm not going to lie, my adrenaline is going a little bit because, uh, you know, two major things happened. Um, you know, num- number one, uh, a, g- a girl um, a girl uh, tied the all-time school record with 106 goals, wow. and it should, def- should definitely break it uh, in the next game. So, uh, so you know, congrats to her. And... For the first time in my life, I saw a fist fight during a soccer game. <laughs> it, it, it came legitimately out of nowhere, RKO style, and it caught me completely off guard. I was about 10 to 15 feet away from the fight. It happened so fast. I wasn't able to get footage, but I do know that there's a live stream, so I am going to go back and watch it because it, it, it's, it's the first time I've ever seen a fist fight during a soccer game. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> all right, so if if you had to describe the the combatants who were in the fist fight today, who would they be? Which wrestler? Which WWE superstar? Which superstar in general would they be? Oh, okay. Um, oh, wow, that's really good. So the kid who threw the initial first punch. Um, I would I would I would compare his level of aggression, uh, his style, and the manner in which he threw the punch and approached the kid. I would compare that to a uh, Samoa Joe, mm. and I would compare uh, the kid the kid that he tackled, uh, who ultimately you know threw a couple punches back. Um, I would compare that to, to, to maybe maybe like a Kevin Owens type of style. It, it was it was it was one of those it was one of those type of, type of aggression type of fight. Uh, neither kid is is as big as those two. Uh, <laughs> okay. The, both, okay. <laughs> both, of, both of those kids were about were about Spike Dudley's weight, but uh, nonetheless, yeah. just the aggression and, and just and just the level. Uh, of of, uh, of, uh, of of punches they were throwing they, they were they were high quality and uh, sitting 15, sitting fifteen you know feet away I heard the first punch and even I kind of had to like turn around like okay like damn he I'm a good shot I, I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna get a kid credit he he's he's probably not gonna hear this podcast so <laughs> I mean I mean I mean you know it is what it is but. He th- he threw a good shot, and uh, and and the kid and the kid that 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 you know took the shot. I got even credit. He took it like a champ and retaliated back. Ultimately, both guys did get ejected, and I'm sure uh, about a three game suspension is going to follow for both of them. <laughs> okay, so this is high school, correct? Yes. Okay, so like immediately when you describe when you said one was Samoa Joe and one was Kevin Owens, I immediately. Like before, you said they were built like Spike Deli. Like I immediately thought. I mean, no disrespect to Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens, but neither of those guys are technically bodybuilders, so they're not in the best of <laughs> of shape. So when you describe one of Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens, 
I just pictured two chubby little high school kids. <laughs> nah, neither one of them were chubby or anything, but but it, it was it was just the level of aggression and, and, and just how everything you know unfolded. I was like, okay, that's what I compared it to. Okay. <laughs> And two, and, and two by 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 your reactions about how one can give a punch and one can take a punch. So if soccer doesn't work out for them. They easily have have a future in something physical, either UFC, WWE, or boxing. Uh, I I I'd probably go more UFC. Uh, they they could use their feet. <laughs> um, use their feet just a little bit more uh, than they could in WWE. Also, not also not mentioned. Because both of them are about a buck twenty, uh, they would qualify for UFC weight uh, as opposed to WWE weight. Okay, all right, no, fair, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that five uh, five minute uh, dissection of a, a high school soccer fight, <laughs> once again, this is the T Netter Show. <laughs> Tara Blair and Brock Netter. You know, uh, if you've been following along with us on this podcast, you know, once a month we do a podcast uh, the week uh, the week following. A WWE pay per view. And this past Sunday was uh, a pretty decent pay per view, uh, if I do say so myself. Uh, Clash of Champions uh, happened this, this past weekend, and um, overall, I think a, a, a very, a very solid uh, pay per view. Um, a few hiccups along the way. I mean, some stuff I could have deal without, but overall, I, I, pre- I pretty much enjoyed it, especially that, especially the, the ending, uh, the match between Jey Uso and uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That 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 match. That I mean, look, look. It it really wasn't. It really wasn't a match. It was kind of more. It was kind of more of a setup for 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 a bigger story to be told. So, first of all, excellent storytelling. There's there were so many layers to it. Roman looked incredible. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that from like a physical standpoint. Although, although you know he he is ripped now, but. He looked absolutely incredible as a heel. Um, it, it, it was it was the it was the best I have heard him talk. The best I've seen him kind of kind of perform in the ring. It was it wasn't you know you know his best overall uh, ring performance, but that but that also had to do with the style of the match because it was all about storytelling. And and, and I mean overall, Jay Jay Uso he 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 established himself. A little bit as a single star as well. I gotta give I gotta give him credit for that. I know I know that long term he won't be used as a single star, but while he has the spotlight, um, I would hope that WWE can find a way to you know capitalize on the, on that a little bit and 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 and, 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 and you know showcase um, you know you know you know him just a little bit even if even if it's just a little bit more adding on uh, to the story that. That that uh, they already started back in the Clash of Champions. Yeah, like I said, that that match, like I said, the storytelling that match was was, was phenomenal. Loved every loved every moment of it, and it actually kind of caught me off guard when I seen. Uh, I was not expecting Jimmy Uso to show up, and, and when I seen no. him, and when I seen him hobble down to the ring, it was like, oh, okay. I mean, not not, not necessarily say that it was like it just got real, like it was real, like it. They went off script, but that was a, a, a pleasantly su- a surprise, and hopefully they can continue to store this this feud uh, at, at maybe the next pay per view, Hell in the Cell, uh, because like I said, there's so many layers 
in this in this uh storyline and we we talked about we talked about it a little bit uh after uh, immediately after Clash of Champions and you said it like it shows that WWE can still tell a great story when they actually give a damn. Yeah. Yep, 100 100% and it it, it on on top of the, on top of that you it, it it left you wishing that WWE invested more into their into uh their pay-per-view matches. Um I, I know. I know that every match isn't going to be four or five stars. I'm fully aware of that. They, their their main focus is on the main event because that's what everyone talks about. However, this also showed that the main event showed that it, that, that that you know when they when they have a superstar that they truly care about, and 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 and, and quite frankly, this this should be about you know ten fifteen guys they should care about. Who could actually tell a solid story? Um, I, I mean, I I gotta give them credit. I have to give them credit. And, and, and I mean, we we've been real critical uh, about about the product that WWE has put out at times o- over the past what, what what has it been ten years now almost? Good yeah. God, it really has been ten years. Wow. Okay. Whew. I I I, I, I kind of <laughs> scared my I, I kind of scared myself saying that. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, we, were, we were back in college ten years ago. Yeah, freshman <laughs> yeah. in college. Yep. Oh man, man, man. But, but yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was. Honestly, for for classic champions, usually being about I I, I don't know I, I'd say about a C plus pay per view predominantly maybe around there. They elevated themselves to about to, to about a B plus, maybe even an A minus because they. They put on they put on a solid show, much much better than I think anyone could have anticipated. Yeah, I mean, and and to be fair, like like the criticism has been fair. I mean, it's like this is the Roman Reigns that people have been wanting to see for years, and yep. why it took them so long to finally give in and and I guess listen listen to the fans. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure if you ask Vince, is like Vince. If you, I'm pretty sure if you ask Vince, he would say all this was everything Roman has done up to this point. Like basically, this like it, right now was a good time. Basically, like people mm-hmm. fans wanted like he wanted fans to basically he wanted to turn Roman when he wanted to turn Roman, not when not when we wanted to turn him. And, yeah, and Vince is a Vince is a Virgo like me, and he can be stubborn. I mean, us Virgos, we are pretty <laughs> we are pretty stubborn. So I get I get it. And uh, I mean, all I gotta say is it, it, better better late than never. Uh, and like you said, Roman looked looked great. Like I said, not only physically, but everything everything he's done since he, since he returned and shown that he's been a heel has been has been fantastic. And I'm truly excited to see where this where the storyline where this storyline goes. It's it's really hard to mess up, honestly, because like you could you could go back so far with with all the Samoans who has been who has been in WWE, and ultimately, um, I know it's, it's a little early, it's a little early, but I think all this is I think all this setting up is what this is setting up for is how they're using the term uh, tribal chief. I think mm-hmm. possibly 
just maybe, and 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 hopefully this 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 will happen when there are fans back in the arenas. But maybe we'll possibly get uh, Roman Reigns versus his his cousin, the Rock match, and. I mean, hell. I mean, the the the, the tribal the tribal chief name. I mean, hell. That that's your headline right now. Who is the real tribal chief? I mean, because we we all know how legend, everything The Rock has done in WWE has basically paved uh, carved the way for the guys we see now, like Roman Reigns, the Usos. I mean, hell, even even guys who who came before that, uh, rest in peace to Umaga, uh, uh, Rikishi, all, all all those guys. So. I, th- I think I think there's a real good storyline you could tell. Like you could ha- almost have the Rock come back and say, "You wouldn't be where you were at if it weren't for me, my grandfather, my father, and your father, and like Rikishi. Like, every- like every- they, can go- they can go down the list. Basically, you wouldn't be where you were at, were at if it weren't for for us. So you should be more appreciative and families, and you know the whole spiel about fa- about families sticking together. Yeah, totally. I, 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 I think, I think, I'm pretty sure that's what all this is a setup for. It is is for that WrestleMania 37 match. Um, ultimately, more than likely, when The Rock would put over Roman. Correct. Um, but 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 yeah, this this is WWE. They literally have a storyline for the next six to eight months. That's literally what they have in front of them. And because there's so many layers, there's so many pieces. Like, like you said, it, it's it's kind of hard to mess it up, and, and and especially due to especially due to the fact that you can still bring back you know you know some of those guys. You can still bring back um, you know you know um, a uh, a a Rikishi. So you can still you can still bring back um, you know Ro- Roman's father. Yeah, I, I believe, yeah, I believe, the, I believe the great I, the great Samoans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Wild Samoans. Wild yeah. Samoans, so yeah. You can, yeah, yeah. You can you can bring you can bring them back. I mean, uh, you know, the, you know, the, you, you can bring back the women in the family. But uh, Tamina, Nia Jax is, is is a little bit, you know, kind of kind of like down the totem pole a little bit. But even but even then, she still has that connection. So I mean, I mean, my gosh. Um, you know, you know, um, I'm, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself on the storyline, on the storyline, and, and, and you know, trying not to think, you know, too far ahead. But I'm, I mean, the possibilities are endless. It, it, this, this is honestly the first time in a while I can remember myself being this excited for a potential storyline, and 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 it having so many. Different outcomes, so many different potentials, so many, so many people can can you know elevate themselves. I, I, I mean, it, it's oh, it's it, it, it's a beautiful thing to see right now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and I, I can't I can't wait for uh, tomorrow night on, on on Friday night SmackDown to see where they actually go here. I mean, because I mean, we know Jimmy is still going to be out for a, a couple of more months. Um, but but J- but Jay will probably be on Raw, be on SmackDown tomorrow night, and we, I mean we we seen it how Jay was he he was taking an ass whooping as Roman promised, and yeah, I got I got I got Rocky three vibes where 
Jay didn't want his brother to throw the towel, but obviously, I mean that, that that's that's your that's your family, that's your your blood brother, like your your identical twin, your your little brother. Although they're he's only older than him by like one minute or or eight eight minutes as as they were saying, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, I'm I'm just so excited to like say I I'm with you. I haven't been this invested in a storyline. In WWE in, in in quite a while, and like I said, it's, it's very hard for them for them to mess this up. And yeah, I just I'm I'm just excited what 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 the next what the next part is going to be. I, I do I do think we, I think I do think they'll bring Rikishi back sometime before Hell in a Cell. I, I do think we'll see her, uh we'll have Rikishi come back. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure it'll be that early, but. But that's also predicated on on how long um, this, this, this current story of 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 Jay Uso, Jay Uso and Roman runs. So, so for, for all we for all we know, it it, it could go it could go past Hell in a Cell. It could go into it, it could go into Survivor Series. Although although Survivor Series is is, is completely different, uh, you you never know. WWE might decide like, like hey, we can leave. This match kind of different. It has no Survivor Series like implications, but it's kind of just furthering the story and, and kind of taking it, you know, you know, you know, to that next level. So, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure, I'm not sure Rikishi might be back that soon, but he will be back at some point. He 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 has to be back. It just has to happen. The question is, can can Rikishi take a bump or not? Oh man! Well, no, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to say that and 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 be you and have this clip used. But Rikishi is a is 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 a very is a very big man. So if he does take a bump, he has a lot of cushion to fall on. So I'm. I'm not. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried. I think he he can still t- take take a bump. He we probably he probably take a spear, or or a Superman punch either way. But I th- I think Rikishi. He he's a tough enough guy. Those Samoans are are very tough to where oh, they, they they could they could they could take a bump, and honestly, <laughs> and arguably honestly like this this Samoan this storyline with with Roman and, and his and his cousin pay per view and his cousin storyline that by itself is is killing anything that's going on on Monday Night Raw, and that's a great transition to. Our next segment now. The main title over there, Drew McIntyre. Uh, he took on Randy Orton in an ambulance match, and uh, it was a great match, good match. Um, bringing back all the um, all the legends that Randy Orton um, punted. It was it was a, a, it was a, a nice a nice twist, a nice addition. Um, I get why they did it because honestly, I, I I I thought after their match, I thought that was gonna be the end of of this feud. But obviously now with um, like I said, the legends coming back, Austin and Randy Orton, uh, the the match, and then as we've seen this past Monday Night on Raw, Randy Orton came back and got his revenge. This storyline is far far from over. Um, but yeah, like I said, overall overall uh. A, a, a great and solid, a solid match, and 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 just in my my personal opinion, 
it's not quite it's not quite up to the to le- to the level of of the universal title picture right now. But I mean, McIntyre and Randy Orton is it, it, still it's still uh, a a, pr- a pretty good feud, especially their uh, their in ring matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I I like I like how, I like how how the story kind of came full circle uh, at Clash of Champions. Um, you, you know, you know, you know, ha- you know, having you know the legends come back, you know, things of that nature. It, it was. It was a fan. It was a fantastic story, but I think they're in, they're entering dangerous territory where the story is kind of being prolonged longer than it needs to be. Exactly. But but I think the flip side to that also is that WWE is scram is is somewhat scrambling because in their minds they don't have another heel who is credible enough right now to. Beat McIntyre and 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 they can make it actually, actually you know, you know you know you know you know a big deal. So I I don't I because they don't have that they kind of keep throwing you know you know you know what you know one guy after another at him, and it kind of leaves you looking it kind of leaves you thinking like well we know that you know he's not going to beat McIntyre like you're not going to have that so. Everything always keeps coming back to. It's always going to keep coming back to Orton because because Vince has trusted Orton for the last fifteen years. I mean, I mean, it's the reason he put the title on him when when Orton was twenty four years old. He 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 trusts him. He knows that he knows that Rain he knows that Randy will sell. Randy will put over, and and also I th- I think the underrated thing to this. Is that he knows that Randy is engaged right now. He knows that he is one hundred percent all in on the storyline. It, it looks like he's, it looks like he's having fun, and I think, and, and, and I think that's a big reason why you're seeing this storyline taking another chapter past SummerSlam and and past Clash of Champions now. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you that. That they are sort of scrambling and, and prolonging this longer than it possibly has to be, but it, but so I ask you this: with the lack of of heels for McIntyre to to to, to feud with on Raw, and I think there, I mean, I, I really I think there's one guy that, from a storyline standpoint, it would work. And it will be a good transition as far as the heel go. But before I reveal that, I have to ask you: w- Would you go ahead and and drop the title to Orton? Because I mean, like you said, there's not there's not that many heels currently on the Monday Night Raw roster. And I mean, well, and maybe that's why they're having the the WWE draft come up uh, next week. But currently, as it stands right now, if you you're booking, teen are booking. Do you drop the title to Orton at Hell in a Cell? Um, honestly, honestly, yeah, I, I, I think, I, 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 I think you have to. I think you have to simply because we, we, we don't, we don't know right now who is going to be drafted. To Raw, 
We have no idea. We don't know what heels are going to come over. We don't know what the landscape is going to look like. And the one thing I know is that there are way more faces in WWE, way more baby faces in WWE than there are heels. At least, at least there's more credible faces than there are credible heels. Building, building a credible face is easy. It's the easiest thing in the world. But building a credible heel who can actually, who, who can actually be legitimate and who can thrive in, in, in that area is tough. So... I, th- I think the fact that they have that le- that legit credible heel, especially in the ter- especially in the territory where everything's a little everything's a little unknown with the drafts, but you do know who is on Raw right now. I I I'd pull the trigger. I'd pull the trigger. I I I would I would change it. And ultimately, I would have, and ultimately, I would have that kind of, kind of be the setup leading up to, to maybe Royal Rumble, or maybe, maybe if you feel good enough and you want to continue building a storyline and just continue building characters and building characters, you have more to keep the title to Rus- to WrestleMania, and then you have to drop it there and give someone the WrestleMania moment. Hmm. All right. Um, as a stand- probably Keith Lee. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I figured that's who you were thinking. Um, as it as it currently stands, like I said, like I said, this is wait, this is before the draft next week. But currently, as it stands right now on Raw, you have like you would almost have no choice but to drop a door because, like I said, it's much easier to build a a credible baby face than it is to 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 build to build a a, a heel. But the guy. Who I was thinking that if McIntyre does retain a Hell in the Cell, it, well, hell, I mean, we don't even know if, if there's going to be a third title match. We're 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 just assuming at this point. But if there is a third title match at Hell in the Cell between Orton and McIntyre, and McIntyre does pull this one out, I the the only person I I see that could be uh. A formidable, a formidable heel for McIntyre, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure of 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 his of his status of if if he would want to do it or not. But the guy I'm thinking, and I, I mean, and, and the story, and the storyline is is already there. You you have a lot to build off of. Would almost have to be Adam Cole. That would be that would be that would be my next the next guy. If I were booking it and McIntyre retained, I would almost you almost have to move over Adam Cole to Monday Night Raw, and like I said, their their backstory there is already backstory there. Remember when Adam Cole first debuted with the Undisputed Era? It was after McIntyre had won the NXT Championship from Bobby Roode, so it it it, it would almost be like a like history repeat uh, is repeating itself. And although Cole didn't go, Cole wasn't the one to take the title from McIntyre, but I believe Cole in the Undisputed Era, they cost McIntyre the title due to injury. He had to, I think he had, if I remember correctly, I think he had to vacate the title due, due to injury. Yep. So, I mean, there's, 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 still, there's, a, a, there's something there 
for that potential feud. That's if we were. That that's what I would pitch to to the guys if if me and you were were booking this this current situation. Honestly, when you were leading up to everything, I thought we were going to be on the same page on this. And then you threw Adam Cole, and I was like, okay, we're not on the same page. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. But I think, but I think that's, that's something that you save for a later day. And the only reason I say, and the only reason I say that is because I, re- is because I read um, a couple weeks ago that in the draft, they're going to move AJ Styles to Raw. And so that's also, and, and so I think that's also another potential story that you could tell right there. Well, yeah, is, well, yeah, all, is, yeah, all this, all this, all this was like assuming that they they didn't move a big enough name mm-hmm. over in the draft. Like, like I said, we, we I, I'm not sure how the draft is going to check out. I'm I'm, I'm building this storyline based off of the current the current build of the roster. That's why I okay. said Adam Cole. I'm, I mean, I get that, but Cole's still in NXT right now. Yeah, I mean, but hell, all 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 these these weird trades or acquisitions that 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 had happened. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, it it's it's a, it's almost an easy fix to 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 get to move Cole over to over to Raw or move up to Raw, however, however you want to say it. Because right now he's not currently in the in any of the title pitches down there. Which I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not mad I'm not mad that he, that he isn't. I mean, because I'm excited to see Finn Balor versus uh, Kyle O'Reilly. I think Kyle O'Reilly has – he could be a future NXT champion, in my opinion. I don't think he'll beat Finn Balor at TakeOver this weekend, but I think uh, NXT title run is in is in his future. But you're not doing nothing with Adam Cole right now in NXT other than him showing support for his boy Kyle O'Reilly. So why not move him over to the Raw and – and start building, uh, start establishing him to the main audience there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm not against that at all. I'm not against that. I, first of all, we we know that Adam Cole would be a fantastic champion. He's proven that. He's proven that. But I I just I just think it's a storyline leading just down the road. Simply simply just for just, simply just for Adam to have. Four months on the main roster, just just, just running through guys, but simply just building him up. Even though the story, even though the story is already there, I feel I, 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 I feel like there's still a little bit of due diligence for him to, for him to at least at least have a couple months on whether it be whether it be Raw or SmackDown, whichever one, and then he gets his title shot. We we all know it's coming, but at the same point, you don't want to rush right into it. You want you want to give it a little bit of time to marinate. That's true. That's 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 true. That's true indeed. True, true indeed. You listen. To, you're listening to the T Nutter Show right here. Um, Taryn Bland, Brock Nutter. You can follow me on Twitter and IG at the Taryn Bland. What can I follow you? What can I find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Sir Brock Nutter. That is S I R B R O C K N E T T E R. And you can find me on Instagram at B Netter.
And as we as we as we stick as we stay on on Monday Night Raw uh, for for now, and uh, what happened on Clash of Champions. Um, speaking of a storyline that has just overran it, it's it, it's course, it's time. It, it, we we need a a a new feud bad. Is this Hurt Business versus Apollo Cruz and versus? Ricochet versus now Mustafa Ali. I mean, the last time we we did this podcast, I mean, hell, two shows ago we did this podcast. This storyline was still going on. What was still happening? It's like y'all are drawing this out way too long. Apollo Cruz, yep. Apollo Cruz has has no shot of beating Bobby Lashley. They need to, and, and 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 don't get me wrong. I love the Hurt Business. I love everything they're doing. I love them as a faction. And I think there is bigger and better things that they could be doing than, no no disrespect to Apollo Crews and those guys, but feuding with them. I said, they are, the Hurt Business is one of of the main reasons I I continue to watch Monday Night Raw because I want to see them Although and they keep getting beat up every week, I want to see them and four guys or four guys of retribution eventually get it on, and hopefully, at some point we'll get to see that. But this Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz or Apollo Cruz versus MVP, Shelton Benjamin, whoever it is, that storyline and feud has been dragged out way too long. I'm tired of it. If I see another match this this, this week on Monday Raw, um. I might pull my hair out. I'm, I'm, I'm just that sick of it. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, at, as someone who's bald, I don't recommend pulling your hair out. Uh, hold on to it for as long as you can. Um, but I do completely agree with you. Uh, the hurt business need they need they need they need something new. They need something new. And retribution is sitting right in their laps. It, it, it's, it's legitimately right. It's legitimately right there. It, isn't this like two or three weeks in a row that uh, retribution has, has, has interrupted a match featuring someone from the Hurt Business? Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Yes. Okay. So, so therefore, all the pieces are there. Every single piece is right there. We know that there. We know that there's there's three dudes in retribution too. Um, Two of them I figured out. The other one I haven't. Um, so, therefore, you know, even territory right there. The only thing, the only thing that would suck about that is that I'm pretty sure WWE would put over Retribution because it's easier to put. It, it, it would be easier for them to put Retribution over because they because they've they've invested so much into them. Um, it, with, with with segments, interruptions, um, and, and and just the way that just the way that they've been brought in, it's much easier to put them over and establish them than it is to put I'm over. over the I'm over this retribution thing though. Like they're like they're hey, not, they're, I, they're they're doing nothing for me. They're they're uh, they're, hey, they're not they're not Nexus. They're not the the ECW WCW invasion. They're just annoying at this point. Hey, I I I I 100 agree with you. I 100% agree with you, but I'm also thinking the way the WWE thinks, and I know I know that if that happens, 
retribution is going over. And I, I know, I know they are. I've, I've seen this movie a million times and that's, that, that, that's, that's just how it is. And it's sadly just something that we'd have to accept as much as it sucks. It would happen. And my thing is, I mean, we seen them cut a promo. I think it was two weeks ago. And one of the members of retribution was talking was Mia Yim. Yep. That's correct. And, uh, I'm pretty sure down at NXT, they pretty much let it be known that Keith Lee and Mia Yim are a thing or a couple. That is correct. And correct me if I'm also wrong. Having Retribution interrupted one of Keith Lee's matches and it cost him a match? Uh, I believe so. So, if you see your girlfriend in the middle of the ring as a part of this, I guess, faction or whatever you want to call it, as a, as a boyfriend, wouldn't you go out there and confront her? Like, what the hell are you doing? I mean, you cost me a match. I mean, I mean, you, 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 I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but also at the same point, you're not going to jeopardize her credibility. You ain't going to do that. You, what, what, you gonna, what was you going to have, have her do? Have have Keith just look at all of them on ringside? Like, wait a minute, hold on, the shorter one right here. I I see that green hair sticking out. What? The, I see that blue hair sticking out. And just have a rip the mask off, like, 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 you can't do that. No, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, not that. I mean, does Keith Lee come out and get an explanation? Like, like, what, like, what's going on? Like, why are you doing this? And then, I mean, like I said, they don't have to like, like Keith Lee doesn't have to get in there and 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 stop her or or take her out of it. I mean, because I'm pretty sure if he would have gotten the ring, if this would have happened her male counterparts would have beaten the mess out of Keith Lee. But I, I'm just saying that was a that was an easy storyline right there that you that you could have told without even trying. Keith Lee comes out, I mean, wants an explanation from his girlfriend. Why why are you doing it? Because no one else seems to be able to get any answers about why are they doing this. So why not have a mem someone who who was who is dating a member of Retribution get a, get any answers. I'm Maybe I'll make it too much sense. I don't know. Well, well, well. The opposite end to that is let let let's say let's say all that happened. Let's say, let's say they're in the ring. He wants an explanation, and he and he gets beat down. Well, doesn't that put Mia in a little bit of a compromising situation as well? Because it's like, well, you you came out here for me, but now you're getting beat down. But but I, but I can't I can't come I can't save you because I'm with them I'm, I'm with the dudes that is beaten down so I'm, I mean it, I, this kind of is one of those things you, you, yeah it doesn't make any sense but you kind of just gotta let it go I mean get, I mean no we we yeah. see, we've seen storylines like this happen where the where the girlfriend turned on the boyfriend and and, and allowed allowed him to get, uh, to get his ass beat. I mean, hell, when remember? When, I mean, hell, when when Lana first came, when Lana came, I mean, and we we don't have to drag it as far as out as Bobby Lashley and Ruth that few, but I mean, oh, Lana's, Lana Lana was with Bobby Bobby Lashley and uh, 
Lashley did beat up Rusev a few a few times. I mean, Rusev held his own quite a few times as well. But I mean, Lana basically slept with Bobby Lashley and married Bobby Lashley to get back at Rusev. Not saying they 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 had to drag it out that far, but it it is it, it's nothing new where a girlfriend sees it sees their significant other get beat up. It it it, it wouldn't be that weird. I mean, I mean. I mean, yeah, but also on the opposite end, is, is that a storyline that you would really want to see as well? Especially considering that we know how pretty much every girlfriend angle in WWE ends up. No, I mean, like I said, and and that that really doesn't even have to be like the focus doesn't wouldn't even have to be on Mia Yim and Keith Lee. I would just like, like I said, basically, I just want an explanation. Why are you doing it? Like. Mia, why are you with them? Why are you and your your friends or whatever interrupting matches, destroying company company property every week? That and 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 that and that's all. It, it could have just been a one week thing. Keith Lee would, didn't he wouldn't had to have to go. I'm fighting to get you out of there. I don't, I don't want you with them. No, he didn't have to do all that. Just go out there, get an explanation. Mia Yim could tell them all for. Or like I said, one one of the the male counterparts she was with, he could have interrupted him and said, "Don't worry about why, like, don't worry about why she she's with us. She she's whatever whatever their explanation would have been. I I just I just felt like that's something WWE missed on, in my opinion. I mean, because right now it, it, it's better than what Keith Lee is currently doing. I mean, it's just I mean, it's just feuding with. I mean, he had a match this past week with a with uh, Andrade, which he he went over on as, as expected. But right now he's he's really not he's really not doing much. I mean, yeah, he he he's being displayed on Raw every week, but he he's he's just sitting there basically. So I I rather have him in in, in somewhat of an interesting storyline than just have him go out there and have a, a, one match every week and and that's that. I I get that I get that I mean it any anything anything to give Keithley a story I, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not all for but anything to keep to keep him on TV he's 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 way too talented too too charismatic too gifted to not be on TV especially if you just brought him up two months ago especially I mean especially with Survivor Series uh, about a about a month or some change away um. Hell, that that could be a your traditional uh, survivor, uh, five man Survivor Series match. You have the Hurt Business plus Keith Lee versus five members of Retribution, right? Th- right then and there. I mean, and, and, and if they're gonna do that, if they're gonna do that, I mean, there's still plenty of time to do that. But I would have laid the foundation a few weeks ago when we clearly see, and that was Mia Yim and Retribution. That that that's just how I would have. Out of book. Uh-huh. Right, fair enough. Fair enough. But other than that, on Monday Night Raw, I'm, uh, I'm the the Mysterio storyline feuding with Rollins and Murphy. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of worn out on that. I'm not, I don't care that uh, Ray's daughter, I guess, is showing feelings towards Murphy. Uh, I don't think that's going to pan out very well. Um, 
I like what they're doing with Dominic. I mean, they're using Dominic a, a lot more. They had him in a tag team, a number one contender uh, slot for the tag team, tag team titles uh, last week, mm-hmm. which, which wasn't bad. But this whole thing with him and I guess him trying to defend his fa- his family honor is it, is drawn out. It's drawn out long enough. They got their revenge on Murphy and Rollins. What was it two two weeks ago where they had Murphy t- tied up in the ring and they all beat him down with kendo sticks? That should have been the end of, that should have been the end of the feud. That should have been the payback right there. And then move on, have Rollins and Murphy go ahead and and begin their their storyline and prepare to get ready to write Rollins off of TV. What do you think of the whole storyline of, of that of them continuing that the Mysterious versus Rollins and Murphy? It needs to be done. It does. It. I. I they. They. They had a fantastic start. The SummerSlam match was what was phenomenal. It should have stopped right there. Because 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 now they're because now they're entering that dangerous territory of some care, but most people don't, and it's not giving. Dominic, who is ultimately, uh, you know, the beneficiary and in, in this entire storyline, it's not it's not giving him any more credibility. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, he'll, he'll put on a great match with 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 with, uh, with with Murphy whenever whenever that match happens on a pay per view. He'll put on a fantastic match, but other, but, but but I mean, that's a, that's something he that's something he can do on Raw. That that's I mean I mean I mean let let let's just call a spade a spade. Murphy Dominic Mysterio is not exactly a match you put on a pay per view. They're both they're both talent they're both they're both very talented, but it's just not but it's just not a match you look at and you say, okay, I need to see that on pay per view, or or even I want to see that on pay per view. Show, show it on a raw if you want to put it in, in the third hour. Okay, cool. I ain't got no problem with that. Whatever. But this storyline is starting to get ridiculous, and it, it, it it's it's really not going anywhere. Exactly. It's really not going. It, it's not going anywhere, and the focus is being taken off of Dominic, and now it's being put onto his sister. Well, his sister's not going to be competing in the ring, to my knowledge. So, what exactly are we doing? It, 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 this, this is pretty much just you know extended family time with 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 with, with, with you know so, you know some you know some some secondary roles. That's really that's really all it is. And I don't see no other families being involved in storylines. So. Focus, the focus is being taken off of Dominic, and where he was in a great spotlight, fresh off, fresh off SummerSlam, he's he, he's he's now he's now being put into um kind of kind of like mid card territory, and which is a good spot for which is a good spot for him. I, he, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, but yeah, but, but, but like you, but like he said, ha, like have him. Feud with somebody else. We don't need to see Murphy and Dominic every single week now. 
exactly because because nothing good is going to come from it. All all is the only good thing that is coming from this is the fact that, that all the Mysterios are are, are are together for family time. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's really it. That is really it. Instead of them bonding at home, instead of them sitting at home uh, having family time, they're they're, they're on they're in on national TV having family time. Exactly, and all their problems just out in the open. Hmm. It's like, come on, it's like, come on, guys. We're we're better than this. We're better than this. What would Uncle Eddie think? Uh, Adios mio. Uh, our boys, the Street the Three Profits, they successfully defended their tag team titles at, at Clash of Champions. Um, where do you see what What do you see next for the longest reigning Raw tag team champions? Which is weird that they start that. I mean, technically, technically they are, and I, I mean, they're category. They, they had to categorize it. To to make that statement valid, because I mean, because we all know the New Days is the longest reigning tag team champions, but they, I guess they had to add the Raw in front of the tag team champion for it to be valid, which mm-hmm. I mean, which I'm not I'm not mad at, but uh, they had they had a match with uh, versus Andrade and, and Angel Garza at uh, Clash of Champions. Mm, what do you see next for the Street Profits? Who do you see them feuding with next? Well, I I. I think for them, everything hinges on the draft. I think it hinges on right. what tag teams move move over to Raw. I don't know exactly who it's going to be. Um, only it, heel, it, only heel team. I, the only heel team from SmackDown is Miz and Morrison. That I can think of. Oh God. Uh, yeah, that 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 that, w- that wouldn't do any good. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, side note. Side note on this. Because I legitimately don't know because I haven't seen an episode of SmackDown in 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 a, in a while because I'm covering football games on Fridays. Who 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 are the tag team champions on SmackDown? Uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, because, all right. Did, did did you not see uh, like it was maybe three weeks ago? They came over and then they had a, a champion versus champion match. They came over and, and and had a one a one one off match with the Street Profits. That's news to me. I didn't I didn't even see that. I didn't know. <laughs> I I okay. So I so I remember seeing seeing the segment, um, on Twitter. I remember seeing I remember seeing that segment. I never saw the match. Never saw the match. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. As far as the street profits, um, yeah, their 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 reign as the longest running Raw tag team champions, um, it's gonna it, it's going to continue for a while because there really are no other tag teams. It's it, it's it's going to continue at least through Survivor Series. It has to because I I, I don't think you're going to bring over a tag team from SmackDown and immediately have them win the titles within a month. I don't think so, but once again, this is WWE. They do strange things all of the time. But for my but for my money, the profits reign is going to last at least until December. So I so I don't know who they're going to feud with next because I don't know I don't know 
I, I, I have no idea what the, what the tag team landscape looks like, uh, clearly, because I just had to ask you who the champions were <laughs> on SmackDown. So, yeah, I, I have no idea. I just know that their reign is going to continue at least through at least through November. And it's man, it's it's crazy how far the the tag team division as a whole ha- has has fallen. I mean, just three four years ago, it it was it was red hot. I mean, you, you had you had teams yep. out the you had teams out the wazoo, although they they weren't they weren't used properly. But you had more than enough tag teams where one tag team gets their shot. Okay, next te- next team up. Now it's like, all right, you and you this week. We're putting you together. We're putting you guys together. You get a tag team title shot. It's no that like as as hard as, as yeah. It's definitely not good. And as hard as the new day, the Usos. Yeah, I mean, you, you. I mean, hell, you, you could you could throw you could throw the prime time players in there as well, but like teams like those, Enzo and Cass when they were when they were uh, a thing in WWE, as hard as those guys did uh, to make tag team wrestling relevant, and you wanted to see more of it, WWE has done a terrible job of capitalizing off of that. I mean, because like I said, it wasn't that long ago where the Usos and New Day were, I mean, they didn't main event, but it, it could have been a main event, uh, their Hell in the Cell match. Like, that was a, that was a, main, that was, that was a main event, a main event worthy type of match. But, and like I said, and just to see the tag team, tag team division as a whole, currently, it, it's, it's just, it's just tragic. It, it really is. It, it's almost laughable. <clears throat> yep, that's the best way to put it. It's one hundred percent laughable. No BS. Outside of outside of the outside of the champions, I do not think I can name you three tag teams. I really don't. I mean, we. I mean, yeah. Cause, I mean, because I mean, the teams you would name, they're all hurt. I mean, like New Day, they're it's the only Big E. Mm-hmm. The, the, Us- the Usos are gone. Um, I mean, Lucha House Party. They had a tag. They had a SmackDown tag team title match on the pre-show this past week. Why at Clash of Champions? But yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I forget the Viking Raiders. The Viking Raiders just did something with somebody. I it was on Raw. I, I forget what they did, but they're not. They're not being used. It's yeah. It's. It's just, it's just sad. It's just sad, and, and there's really n- nothing more I, I could say. I could say about it. That, mm. that hopefully, er- just hopefully, everybody gets healthy, and we can they we we can have great tag team wrestling. Uh, an, 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 uh, the match of the night for me. The uh, Intercontinental Title match that led off. Kicked off Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, and AJ Styles. Boy, what a match! And uh, before I, I I give my my long-winded answer on on everything I, I've seen in that match, what I thought about that match, I'll 
I'll, I'll, I'll let you begin. What did you think of that hellacious match? So let's just start with this. Can we, can we just give Jeff Hardy his flowers? Because this man is 43 years old, and he is just and, – and, and, like, nothing has changed. He's still doing doing the, these 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 swansons off ladders. I wish he would stop high. it. Hey, you know I'm gonna give the man his flowers. He he's he, he's gonna do it one more time. I, I'm gonna give him his I'm gonna give him his flowers, but like Jeff, we, we we've been watching you all your life. You don't have to do that to entertain us no more. We we get it. We we understand if you can't do it or don't want to do it because we know what you put your body through. So it is respectable if you don't go out there and jump off a ladder onto a, onto a, a, another human being that is laying on a ladder. We get it. We know your body is, is, is beat up. You don't have to do that for us anymore. But continue. I'm not saying he doesn't have to. I'm just saying he, he'll do it again. And, 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 and because we love Jeff Hardy, we're going we're gonna to accept it. That's, that's just what it is. So I'm gonna get a man his flowers, and I'm gonna give him, and I'll, and I'll give him more flowers well, when he... fans return. His 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 theme music, "No More Words," returns, and he wins the WWE Championship and goes off into the sunset. Okay, well, so that's the well, you well, you know, I'm I'm starting I'm starting to hashtag keep Jeff Hardy off ladders. <laughs> keep, keep Jeff Hardy off ladders. Yes. Keep him off ladders. No more swan times off the off ladders. Damn it! What? What? Keep Jeff Hardy off, off ladders. What? What? What are you going? What are you going to do? What are you going to do next? Tell John Cena not to wear his jorts. <laughs> That's his trademark. This is what he does. So, so leave leave the man alone. Leave the man with, alone. With, with, within the past two months, him and his brother almost died. All right. I I I have some compassion for for. One of my favorite tag teams of all time. All right, I, I want them to see them grow old, come out, and I mean, hell, about the time they get into the Hall of Fame, that they meet, they may both come out of wheelchairs. I beat up their bodies, is, but nonetheless, I want them to be able to, to spend time with their families and 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 play with their grandchildren at some point. But continue, nonetheless. Second point, I don't may, maybe maybe this is because we haven't actually like seen him. Um, you know, on, you know, on TV, we haven't seen him wrestle in so long. Sami Zayn is highly underrated, and that sounds crazy to say out loud, considering considering how good he really is. He's really underrated, and WWE made him look like an incredible, an incredible heel during that match. They made him look incredible. Not, 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 not like Roman Reigns type of heel. Just, just real, real sly, real methodical. A guy who who gets under your skin, gets on your nerves. And Speaking of skin, honestly, I I applaud it. I applaud it. I, 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 can we? Can, yeah, that can, was the third point. Can can we stop putting point. stuff in Jeff Hardy's ear? Oh my gosh! I, I'm not gonna lie. I was sitting on my couch watching. And I and I saw him. I saw Sammy put the handcuffs in. I cringed. I cringed so bad because because I was sitting back like, oh, oh, ugh. and and then handcuffing his his ear to the ladder. 
I'm like, you got to be. I, I legitimately thought he, they're going to rip his ear apart. They're just going to rip it apart. And uh, yeah, it, I, I guess I guess I guess WWE they did their job because they got a reaction. They got they, they got a reaction out of me. I cringe. I I. I I went to, I went into, into like a small fetal position and kind of like watched with like like one eye open because because I was just waiting for the spot where 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 something happens and either Jeff just launches the ladder and his ear just 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 rips apart or 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 however it was going to happen I was just waiting for it but nonetheless the finish was brilliant the finish is absolutely brilliant I give Sammy credit I give WWE credit. It was a fantastic match. The right, the right, the right amount of big spots, solid storytelling, great, fantastic all around, fantastic all around. I give it four and a half stars. Four and a half stars. That, that's about right. Um, like I said, easily the match of the night. Loved every moment of it. Loved that Jeff Hardy was willing to entertain us by putting his body on the line once again, doing a swanton bomb. On Sami Zayn that was laying on a ladder, and like just the sound of the ladder when when Jeff when Jeff connected, like just full body weight like fell on like fell on the Sami Zayn, like that hurt. You could tell that 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 that, that hurt that easily hurt both guys. Yep. Well, it's supposed to hurt. The the ending the ending of the match with a. Uh, like I said, with Sami Zayn pulling out the handcuffs, it's so simple that it, it's just so simple that it was brilliant. Like if you're a heel, just do it. Like yes, tie them up, tie uh, handcuff them somewhere, exactly. and go go win the, go win the titles. Like it's the, the 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 small little things like that is what made that so great. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think what I like more about the handcuff use. It is is that it was it was done non traditionally that you you never you never see someone you, you never see someone someone's ear handcuffed to a ladder and more importantly you never see someone handcuff someone and then handcuff that person to themselves you never see that done and right when it happened you're left thinking. What in the hell is going on? Like, like you can't win the match because you got to drag him, but he can't win the match because he's got to drag you. Meanwhile, the other guy can't win the match because he has to drag this ladder hanging onto his ear, literally going the whole way up. So there were you didn't know at that moment. You're like, what the heck is going on? I don't know who's going to win, but I'm really entertained, and I want to see the rest. I want to see the rest, and and right there at that point, it's like this match is never going to end. Like Sami Zayn and AJ Styles are both handcuffed to each other. Jeff's ear is handcuffed to a ladder, and like I said earlier, stop putting stuff in Jeff Hardy's ear. Like when when Orton put that screwdriver through his ear, I think it was a year ago. That 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 was cringeworthy enough, but like you like you said, I I was waiting the entire time for an an accident an accident to happen because if if his ear would have ripped, that would have been a, a complete accident, and I would have been sick. And the fact that 
Jeff Hardy picked that ladder up himself, held it to his head like a boom box, and got himself back into the match was crazy. 100%. 100%. And you mentioning that, that screwdriver with Orton, I cringed again. Oh, my God. That, that, that was one of the more disgusting things I, I, I remember seeing in recent memory. That was just, oh, ugh. But nonetheless, brilliant move, brilliant match. Credit to WWE for putting that together. Credit to those three men for, for, for you know, collabing together, saying, hey, I'll do this. What do you think about this? We can do this spot. Fantastic. I loved it. Brilliant. Good job, WWE. You got two, you got two of the five. You got two fantastic matches on a Clash of Champions pay-per-view. They really can do it when they want to. And quickly here, um, I mean, about to wrap up here in a few because, I mean, we always say before the show that we're going to go 30 to 45 minutes, and we always exceed that limit. We've been talking for over an hour, and honestly, we, 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 could, we could easily go another hour if need be, but I know it, 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 it's, it's late. Um, I still have to get some, grab a bite to eat. But I can't. Well, I can't end this. I can't end this podcast without asking you, what do you think of your girl Alexa Bliss and everything she's done, she's doing on SmackDown? Look, this is what I'm gonna say. The more I see her on my TV, the happier I get. The more I see her on my TV, the higher the ratings go. And the more I see her on my TV, the more I, the more I get curious. I'm sitting back like. What the hell are you doing this week? You got, your, you got your hair one way. You got your eyes another way. You're doing Sister Abigail. You, you're getting into Twitter wars. It's entertaining. Now, now, granted, the Twitter war, the, the Twitter world wars. Good lord, that's a little bit more on on a personal standpoint. So that's a little bit different. But when she's going back and forth, when she had that exchange with Lacey Evans, that was amazing. I enjoyed it. I was like, okay, that's my girl. So anything and everything she is doing, I am A-OK with. You are never, ever going to hear me say a bad <laughs> word about any storyline, no matter how good, bad, or indifferent it is. But I will say this, she is doing fantastic work right now. She, she is doing the Lord's work right now. <laughs> well, yes. Wait, more like the devil's work right now. My God. Bray White is in some in some in some, in some, in some de- demonic shit. I mean, excuse my language, but yeah. Shut up. That's besides the point. That's besides the point. That's besides the point. I'm talking about her work. I'm just saying she's doing it, and I'm proud, and I'm and I'm entertained, and I'm enthralled, and all of this. It's great. It's great. They are utilizing their talent, and she makes it work. That's what I care about. Well, yeah, well, yeah. It, 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 it's been so great that you haven't been able to watch a, a SmackDown in three weeks. You know, you didn't have to bring that up. That's that. That's that's a low blow, right there. That's a low blow. You, you're bringing up the fact that I work on Friday nights and can't watch her on TV. That is a real low blow. I can't believe you would do that to me. I I have not thrown any slander your way about your girl lately. So I would expect the same respect 
Speaking of my I girl. nothing about them. Don't say nothing about mine. Speaking of my girl, the last time we did this show, you were saying about Which how one? you were saying about how it will be more natural for Sasha to become a heel and Bailey become a babyface. But as it turned out, Bailey turned on Sasha. And now Sasha is a darling babyface. And she came out dressed like she came back a Clash of Champions, dressed like Lita slash Aaliyah, and I loved every minute of it. But besides the point, my girl is a ray of sunshine and is out to get retribution for, on her former best friend. But none, but nonetheless, my girl, my girl Sasha Banks is back. She's back in a in a neck in a neck brace, but she still looks very very beautiful and sexy. And she got her revenge on Bailey, and this is just the beginning. And I assume that at we will get Sasha versus Bailey at Hell in a Cell, and my girl will become the SmackDown Women's Champion. Granted, she does not get drafted to Monday Night Raw, but it was, but for you saying that Sasha Banks is more natural a heel, you should I, you owe you owe me and the rest of the world an apology for even for that even coming out out, out of your lips. No, I do not. Why, why do I owe y'all an apology for speaking the truth? It is. Let me ask you a question. Are you believing this Bailey heel saga? Because I'm not. It's forced. It is being forced. But the, but because WWE feels that they have no alternative option, that's why they continue to go with it. They continue building a story. They continue shoving this boring Bailey character down our throats. It, it, it's just not working. It's just not working. I understand I understand some people may look at it differently and say, well, she's been champion for, for, for I think, almost a year now. I think, she, I think she's, she's been champion, so it is working. And, and granted, they both had an incredible summer. They had an incredible summer. WWE pretty much threw a lot, a lot of responsibility on their shoulders. They handled it masterfully. I will absolutely give them that. To say that I'm wrong because I said that Sasha is more of a natural heel than Bailey, it's the truth. You can just tell in their work. This ain't Bailey. Like, what are we doing? Come on now. You you can't say it to be believing this. And 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 and, a, and another side note before I give it back to you. When have I ever said that Sasha looked bad? You went on this little tangent about saying how she looked good, she was beautiful, she was sexy, and all this stuff, as if as if I said that she wasn't. I have never in my life ever said that Sasha looks bad. Sasha looks fantastic. She always does. I just have my personal preferences just like you do. So this is my girl's a winner. Yours is, eh, she has some work to do. Okay, hold on. Drop your location right now. I'm I'm leaving this damn studio. I'm pulling up your location. Me and you right now in the parking lot or where where are we at? We're having a brawl tonight. Don't don't ever come in my girl like that. Don't ever ever disrespect Sasha Banks like that ever again. How are you going to sit here, sir, and get mad at me for telling the truth? It's not the, is truth. the truth. That is the truth. She's always sick. That's the truth. What you want from me? You're you're only getting mad right now because it's the truth and because it hurts. I get it. Because guess what? If the shoe was on the other foot, I'd feel the exact same way. 
she wins and then she loses. That's just how that's that's just how she is currently. I'm not saying it's how she'll always be. Because I know it's not how she'll always be. I know better than that. I'm just saying that right now, at this current moment in time, she's not successfully defending. That's all I'm saying. It's just the truth. I understand it hurts your soul. I get it. And it would hurt mine, too. But it's okay. I got you. I'm here for you. That's what brothers are for. I got you. This is blasphemy. And back to your point, I do believe this Bailey Hill character because this Bailey Hill character, she, you know what she is? She is annoying. I can't stand her. She is doing her job as a heel. Even when she was teaming with Sasha Banks, she always relied on Sasha to bail her out of stuff. She always risked Sasha's health. Other than her health, she was always looking out for herself. It's the the the, the typical classic heel. Bailey is is annoying. I can't stand her. I can't wait for Sasha Banks to take the title off of her and become the SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, as to your also to your point with saying that she always wins but never successfully defends her title, that's not her fault. That we all know this is entertainment. It comes down to Vince and what he thinks. It's all about booking. If Sasha Banks can't book herself, this is all the, the, the dumbass writers and it's Vince McMahon's fault for this stupid-ass booking, and I'm, for one, sick of it. I'm sick of this from you, the fans on Twitter. I'm sick of y'all talking about my girl. She can't successfully defend her damn title. Making me sick, damn it. Okay, so, <clears throat> number one, we are 84 miles apart. So, we're not that, we're not, we're not close, but we ain't far apart. 84 miles. That's number one. Number two, I will 100% agree with you. Bailey's annoying. That's annoying as hell. So, yes, is she doing a job? Yes. Do I still buy it? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Number three, and more importantly, how are you going to get mad at the truth? It's just what it is. It's not slander. It's not disrespect. That's just how it is. And more importantly, we can't blame the writers. We can't do that. But what we we can't we can't blame Vince and the writers because how, how do I want to say this? How do I want to say this? Okay, you better we can't watch what blame you say. Vince and the writers because Sasha sometimes she gets hurt. She gets hurt. And what is the old adage in sports? Your best ability is your availability. I can't put a title on you if I know that you can't be healthy for three months. I can't do it. That means, yes, I'll, I'll give it to you, but I'll throw it around the corner, something else might happen. Because that's just, that's, it's been her history. It's just how it is. Therefore, until some consistency is being shown, 0-6, it's... It, you are what your record says you are. And no, you don't. She's not. You have the title, and you are the hunter. Instead of being the hunter, you don't survive. Look, all, look all, all they had to do is, is keep her out of matches with Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss, and everything will be fine, damn it. Let's wrap this damn show up. First of all, how, you, first of all, how are you going to blame my girl, my girl for this? How do you blame her? She ain't do nothing. 
My girl ain't had a title in like a year. Exactly. 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 And you know why? Because she's boring. What? What? You watch your tongue, sir. Watch your tongue. Are you kidding me? Oh, my. What is wrong with you? There's a reason that we talked about Alexa first before Sasha. You brought it up, not me. That's all I'm going to say. This is the end of the t show. This this might be the last t show that we ever do together because the the words that is spewing out of that man's mouth is, 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 is straight <laughs> blasphemy. And I don't know if I want to subject myself to taking this this, this, this torture from a, a, a very disrespectful human being by, by the name of Brock Netter. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm going to have to sleep on this. Give it a few weeks, and I I, I don't know. This may be the last oh, wow. time you this, this, this may be the last time you, you hear the like TV show. This may be the Damn, last time. Bro. This this is the last. This might be the last time we see you hear us the TV show. My God, this ain't the last time we we know what's gonna happen. This ain't the last time. Boy, get about your feelings. Get about your feelings. I'm just telling you the truth. It's okay. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Tomorrow, go get yourself some Skyline and calm down. Get yourself some Skyline and some Hennessy and just calm down. If I make you feel better, I'll buy it for you. I'll Venmo you 10 bucks and get yourself some Skyline. Well, you know, Skyline and Hennessy, um, in the words of Street Pobbits, they don't want to smoke. But nonetheless, I will have some Skyline of Hennessy to calm my nerves. And I will, I will, I will, I will, I will send, I will send you a snap of my red, of my red solo cup as I, as I always do. And I will enjoy my weekend. I'm off. I'm off Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> I'll enjoy some college football on Saturday and I'll enjoy some NFL football on Sunday. I'll calm down, regroup. And also I'll, I'll, I'll watch NXT takeover that uh, 31 uh, this Saturday. We may come back. I thought, was, I thought it was on Sunday. Well, Sunday, yeah, Sunday. It is Sunday, correct? My mistake. But we, nonetheless, we will regroup and okay. we'll, t- we'll, t- we'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk after Sunday's pay per view, and we'll discuss whether or not we want to come back after the Hell in the Cell pay per view. But as of right now, I'm hot. I am hot. And uh, and as of today, October first, two thousand twenty, twenty twenty, at eleven oh nine p.m. There will be no more Teenager Show at this at this point at this point in time. So tell the folks where they can find you out on all social medias now, because this might be the last time. <laughs> Y'all can find me on Twitter at Sir Brock Netter. Once again, that is S I R B R O C K N E T T E R. Give me a follow. I will follow you right back. You can also find me on Instagram at bnetter, and more. And more importantly, folks, this will not be the last episode of the T of the T Netter podcast. We will be back in the future. We might be back at the takeover. If not, we will be back after Hell in a Cell. You can guarantee that. Guarantee, Charles Barkley, boys.
Well, folks, if you know anything about those Charles Barkley guarantees, you know that none of them come to fruition. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Taren Bland. Uh, you can check <laughs> you can check me out every Friday night down here in Cincinnati or available anywhere where you just on the iHeartMedia app. I do a, a a little mix show Friday night and Saturday night starting at 10 p.m. on 102.3 The Beat. Uh, you know we we got a lit we ha- I have a lit each and every Friday and Saturday night. So turn up, turn uh, turn your boy on and and and, and let's vibe out. And let's have let's have some fun each and every Friday and Saturday night starting at 10 p.m. And yeah, um, for the final T Netter show of 2020, my name is Taryn Bland. That's alongside was my former brother Brock Netter, and we'll catch you uh, when we see you. Peace.